on Tuesday nights. All we do is Sports Talk Atlanta. Tune in 8 p.m. Eastern with host Coach Willie Miller and sports journalist Princess Cooper. Our focus will be on high school football in Georgia and Florida. Then we get you ready with all the sports talk news of the week around the world. We can't wait for you to stop by Never Had It So Good Sports Radio for the best sports show in America on Tuesday night. Let's go! Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. It is time for Sports Talk Atlanta with my co-host, Willie Miller. Welcome to the show, Coach Miller. How are you? Hey, Princess Cooper. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good, sir. You had a great weekend? Uh, fantastic weekend. Fantastic awesome. weekend. Awesome. I got to watch some college football, no matter yeah. who. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It didn't even matter, did it? It didn't even matter. <laughs> I think I watched New Mexico State and, and La Tech, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you New, know, whatever it was. <laughs> New Mexico State and UMass. That's right. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to catch a little bit of Louisiana Tech because that's where Billy Napier came from. But, Coach, I want to talk a little bit of high school before we get to that. Um, And I want to talk because everybody here in the Carolinas were chirping about Mallet Creek and how well they played Buford. Um, They came here to Charlotte um, in the area and played, and, and Mallet Creek played them tough. Um, and they're bragging about it. Mallet Creek is now in the top 25. Your thoughts about that game? Well, I mean, I didn't get a chance to see the game, but I I, I heard Mallet Creek, uh, Buford had to go in the bag of tricks to pull it out. Um, yeah. Um, they were down going into the fourth quarter, if I understand. Um, yes, that's correct. Uh, I mean, Buford is solid. I mean, they um, the the big the big the grumble down here is you know they got the number one number one quarterback in the in the country. And they can't score points. They beat yeah. uh, St. Francis out of uh, Baltimore uh, That's the right. week before. And, By uh, 20, if I'm not mistaken. Well, 18 nothing. However, going into the fourth quarter, it was only 13 nothing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so they were held tough then. So the grumble here now is, you know, they're not scoring any points. Um, so that's the deal. I mean, that's, they, they they have the players. I mean, they have the players. So, uh, KD Bowles, he's something. He's 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 a different kid. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the quarterback play yet, so I I just don't know. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, they got Mill Creek this week. You know, I, I actually watched most of the game, and I thought Mallet Creek really outplayed them defensively and really held that quarterback, and looked like he was confused. And, and I, I, I thought Mallet Creek's um, defensive line outplayed their offensive line. So, oh, wow. um, um, I, you know, and I watched the trenches. So it, they did have to pull it out. But, you know, the conversation is, is that, um, you know, I know some parents from Mallet Creek, and they were expecting a blowout from Buford. Um, right. And they were just, you know, trying to prepare their kids, you know, and how they were going to talk to them afterwards. And, they said by third quarter they were saying this is a winnable game, and and we can we can pull off the upset of the century, and they almost did that. So yeah, I think Buford is in a little bit of trouble because I just thought that they they look a little frustrated too in that fourth quarter. I thought, right. um, I right. thought the coaching staff looked frustrated. So, um, but they are sitting at number 
you know, it's two and zero now, so they get to they get yeah. to win and learn some lessons and move on. Um, I mean, you know, let's, let's see what. The thing about Buford uh, uh, Princess, they're well coached. They're well there you coached. go. You know, um, it, it is what it is. They have a tremendous coaching staff. Um, that coaching staff has not really changed over the last three, four years. You know, it may add a coach here and there, but for the most part, that uh, coaching staff has stayed intact. Um, the community there and the, the feeder program there is really second to none right now. You know, it's hmm. what it's what Parkview used to be, you know, as far as feeder programs. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a, a rec league Buford game uh, two weeks ago, and you're talking about the feeder program, they had like 40 cheerleaders. For wow. For, for a 12-year-old game, you know. Um, <laughs> and from what I understand, they have like three 12-year-old teams, and all those kids feed into Buford. You, the more kids you have, you know, you're going to have a good program. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And if you have a good theater program, you have a program that can stay on top and be consistent for a long time um, with the cheerleaders and the players. So um, that, that's pretty awesome right there. Coach, I want to talk about um, give some love to Parkview. They're 2-0 and also. Um, but before that, I want to go back and say, yeah, Buford and Mill Creek play this upcoming week. And they're one and three in the state. That's going to be a game I'm going to watch for for sure. Your thoughts about that, and then, then talk about Parkview. <clears throat> you know, Mill Creek um, supposedly they lost a lot, um, especially at the skill position player. I mean, they bring their the running back, who I think is one of the most underrated running backs in the uh, in the state of Georgia. Uh, the kid, the kid, week in and week out, churns out 150, 200 yard games. Uh, catches the ball out of the backfield. Um, but they lost four players on the offensive line. They lost most of the defensive line. They um, the, the kid that went to Alabama, the, um, the Downs kid, they lost them. So, um, but once again, here's another team that's solidly coached. Uh, the feeder program is, is solid. And those two schools are about 10 miles apart. Um, so, yeah, that game is going to be packed. I think it's at Buford this year. Um, so it's going to be something to see. I'd be surprised if it's not going to be televised here this week. Um, yeah, that you're right. I think it's going to be televised for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Give me your thoughts about Parkview and where they are. They're two and zero. They're two and zero. I mean, Parkview is loaded offensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, just loaded, and defensively, they got players all across the board. Um, they got. Player Anton White. I mean, I put it like this: the entire backfield of cornerbacks, safeties, all have Power Five offers. Um, they brought in a transfer kid from Brookwood, a nose guard kid. He's he's a little stumpy, man. He's five eleven, but three hundred pounds. But he has not <laughs> been able. They can't stop him. This kid can run and he can move. So he's just not a a stump stump. He can move. Um, we got Mike Mike Matthews um, at the skill position and, 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 and Carlson Wilson that um, I think they're the best one-two punch receiver in the state, you know? Yeah. Uh, we did lose Kyrie Spain, um, the running back, who ran for 2,400 yards last year. So it was wow. ACL in the first game. Wow. You know? 
that towards ACL in the first game. However, we come back with a sophomore kid and another junior kid who have run for over 100 yards in each of their um, – now, last week we didn't have anything. We played uh, shallow high school and the score mm-hmm. and the score was 60 to nothing, but it was 60 to nothing at halftime, you know. Wow. So they, 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 they get backed a, off of them. <laughs> Yeah, they get a week off, and then they come back and they play uh, North Gwinnett, which is going to be a pretty stiff test for them. Um, North Gwinnett head coach was a head coach at Parkview last year. So that's going to be, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Kids are going to be really up to play this, this game, and it's going to be at Parkview. But I think it's going to be a good test for them, you know. Now, we know we're struggling at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't found a quarterback um, that can get the ball downfield. Um, I, I think, you know, they said uh, the coaches tell me all we need them to do is get it to the, the players. However, I think he struggles to do that as well, you know, and that's going gonna, gonna to hurt us down the line somewhere. Because, you know, 10-game season, you need your quarterback to win at least two or three of those games. And I, I just right. don't I just don't think we have one on staff that can win a game for us. So, wow. But they're going to be a tough – I wanted to ask you about the running back that towards ACL. Is that running back a senior, or does he have a, a year to recover and come back and get no, in ma'am. recruiting he, mode? No, ma'am. He's a senior. Um, wow. He's being recruited. He, had a, he has about five or six mid-level offers. Because um, mm-hmm. he was, a, you know, he's about five seven, two ten, you know, but very strong. So he has some mid level offers. I know he's headed to Kennesaw this weekend. Uh, James Madison is a top choice for him. Um, he said James Madison did um, call him and uh, reach out to him when he tore his ACL and say he's still at the top of their list. Uh, everybody wants to see how he rehabs, uh, but he's done for the season. Yes, ma'am, he's done. Well, a shout-out to young man. I'm praying for him, and that's what yeah, I was wondering. Yeah. You know, I, I hate to see an injury like that, especially in your senior year or any year. Um, but um, hopefully he can recover and still maintain some offers and and, and, and still get recruited for sure. Princess, he's, he's a good kid. I mean, see, yeah. He's going to go on somebody's campus, and you won't even know he's there. Uh, he's uh-huh. a good kid, you know. So hopefully, you know. And you think about when, you know, they're saying ACLs now, that used to be a whole year and a half. Now, right. you know, they go and do this surgery, and you you back rehabbing in a week. And now they got this new thing, they rehab you be, even before your surgery, you know. That's right. So, yeah. As you, matter, you go through some rehab process and then have the surgery uh-huh. a month later. Right. So you're right. correct. So he'll have enough time to rehab, and I don't think he'll play, you know, however – He'll be back and, you know, be able to show what he can do. Yeah, yeah. And and, and I know I always salute this to Florida, but this is really about Utah. Their quarterback, um, Torres ACL, in the bowl game um, yeah. the, the last week of December, he rehabbed in January, um, had that surgery late January, early February, and he's talking about playing this week. Um, and it's, it's, it's August. So, oh, you know, um, yeah. You know, um, they're being coy with it, but he's going to play. Right, yeah. right, Coach? <laughs> right. He's going to play. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I just wanted to quickly talk about IMG out of Tampa and then St. Joseph out of um, Pennsylvania. They played this past weekend, and IMG was in the fourth quarter with the 17-point lead. It was 17-0, to 0, 
and IMG blocked a punt and scored a touchdown, and then they recovered a fumble from the um, the quarterback and took that in. So the defense scored two touchdowns for um, St. Joseph Prep, but they couldn't pull it off. IMG, which I think is a tough team in, in high school, um, and just a lot of stars on that team. Um, and it they, is. They, just, just, yeah, you talk about a feeder to everybody else, especially in the state of Florida. That's it, and the University of Georgia. That's IMG. But they were yeah. able to pull it off, Coach. Your thoughts? Did you get to see this? So oh. This one was on TV, too. Yes, I got to see it. I watched, I watched IMG and uh, St. Joseph. Um, IMG was just, it, they're just too much. They're, they're like a, 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 a mini college, you know. Exactly. I mean, they get the best kids from across the country. These kids, mm-hmm. they, they're not afraid to compete. They go there mm-hmm. knowing that they're gonna they're gonna share their positions. Um, um, you you when you look at it, they, I mean, you may have some kids that walk on the field and start the game, but they're so fresh, meaning that go. they're running kids in and out. When your kids are gas, they're fresh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what we, conversation we have. Man, some guys had and they're fresh because mm-hmm. they're playing three defensive backs, two and three safeties. Two to three linebackers. They're playing two to three at every position. You They're know, two and three deep. You're correct. Yes, yes. and that's that. And you're talking about two to three deep of really highly profile players. Mm-hmm. That if they were state, they would be all state wherever they were at. Yeah, yeah. And 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 a lot a lot of these, if I'm not mistaken, all of these were recruited well, but they have to go. They're going to IMG to to, you know, recover their GPA so then yeah. they can come they can come on out and head to a power five. Most um, of them for... most of them are. Yeah. Okay. Coach, um as you said it was a great weekend for college football. It gets even better this weekend. But tell me your thoughts about USC, San Jose State, and then I'm gonna talk about Notre Dame Navy. I watched both of these games because I just wanted to see what Caleb Williams was doing, you know, and how he's looking after winning the Heisman. Um, I thought their defense suffered for USC. But I wanted to see Notre Dame and the transfer of Sam Hartman from Wake Forest and what he could do. And I didn't know they were playing overseas in Ireland. But um, I I watched both of these games in completion. Your thoughts about both? Now, I I didn't see the USC. I saw bits and pieces of the USC game. Um, I meant, you know, the quarterback is solid. He's who he is. Um, Their receiving core uh, is probably second to – Ohio State, um, um, they they look good as far as I'm concerned. You know, uh, we'll see in a couple of weeks when they you know start playing some real ball. And you know, Notre Dame, they look really good. But uh, I'm still, I say this year in year out, they're too slow to play. Hmm. They're too, they're just too slow. You know, and it'll show when they play some of these fast teams. You know, they're yeah. disciplined, great job. By Sam Hartman, he's going to make a big difference. He's probably the best quarterback they had in the last 20 years. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to make a big difference. I'm, I said, man, how did Auburn let that one get away? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he you know, Sam Hartman will probably be the first quarterback selected um, this coming year. You know, Coach Miller, this is what I see now. Um, in, in college football is that there are a lot of free agency conversation going on. Sam Hartman put out there somewhere that he wanted to go and play in a pro offense or he wanted to go and play 
um, in a bigger program than Wake Forest. Notre Dame obviously heard this whatever bit and called him and da-da-da-da, and he went into the transfer portal. We knew that Sam Hartman, who played three or four years with Wake Forest, didn't go in that transfer portal for nothing. He already had it, had it worked out, and that's what surprised me. I heard USC say that Caleb Williams, you know, saw a, um, a wide receiver playing for another team, and, was, and he was like, why, why can't we have him? And over the summer, <laughs> they offered him. He went into the portal, and now he's playing for USC. This game, this transfer portal, is a free agency, and people are making moves and talking. And you got to recruit your own players every every year, right, Coach? Absolutely, but it's going to change because they, 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 they can't continue to let this happen. You know, exactly. Uh, I mean, so that's why a team like TCU can go to the national championship. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody's going to rise again. Somebody's going to rise this year because of the portal. Um, and they're going to put some at some point. They're going to put a put a lid on it. Um, yeah. I mean, that, uh, top defensive tackle from the University of Georgia transferred from Georgia and went to USC. Yep. You know. There you go. And absolutely went for that 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 money. Uh, and mm-hmm. and uh, Princess, can we blame them? No. Blame him? No. You know, can we blame him when I, I, I leave college now and I went to college and go home and I'm making more money than my parents, you know, as a college student. You know, my parents there still living know. in Now I can transfer and go to USC, get a, get a million dollars or close to a million dollars, and I can bring my mom and dad out of, and put them in a house right now. Put them in a house right now. Right well, let's now. say you get a million five. And you're going to clear up a fam with a million two. They're going to take about three hundred thousand. That's still a million two. You can That's change the trajectory of your generation right then and the one before Absolutely. you. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, and Maybe. I was seeing on the other show, Coach um, Arch Manning, and I don't know if Arch Manning needs the money. He's from the Manning family. He's a nephew of Eli, and and um. Um, Peyton, but he's making $3.7 million this year uh, as the yep. backup quarterback for the University of Texas. He will make more than Joe Burroughs this year, and he's the backup at the University of Texas. That says a lot, as, right? As a backup for the starting game. <laughs> Never Hadn't started a game. Hadn't started a game, but this uh, Ewing, Ewing, the quarterback for Texas, yep. his, mm-hmm. his leash is so short. It's not even funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? you, it's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. For sure. He better, he better. He's looking over his shoulder for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, l- let's talk about um, what game you're looking forward to seeing this, this weekend. There's so many. Um, and, and, I, and I beat up Florida, Utah to death. That's Thursday. But I want to talk a little bit about Colorado and TCU, they put a poll on, on Twitter, you know, you know, what do you think this score is going to be? And a lot of people say, you know, that TCU is going to win by 30. I think the, the, the line is 20. But um, can, can Colorado stay in it? Or, you know, is this one of those games where they want to just, you know, maintain and not, not have a blowout? I think TCU has a lot to prove. They were miserable against a speedy team and a powerful team like the University of Georgia. But this game is on TV, national TV, and I think it's because of Coach Prime. Who wins this oh, game? And, and it, it, yeah, for sure. 
what happens I mean, in this I'm, game, Coach? I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, mm-hmm. This, even though it's TCU, number seventeen in the country, this particular game, I, you know, I think Dion's gonna get beat up pretty good, but he's yeah. gonna have a chance to prove in this first game how much he's lifted Colorado. You know, if this mm-hmm. was last year, we'd be saying TCU by fifty. You know, yep. Um, we're gonna see how much he's improved Colorado. Um, we're gonna see, you know, his the, his son is gonna be, you know, the fire is gonna be on him. Um, um, you know, the big talk right now is about the new, you know, Dion is still Dion. The cliques they're coming out with, you know, and all the all the <laughs> what they call it, the, the the drip or whatever the kids call it. You mm-hmm. know. But and it, Saturday is gonna be time to play football. You know. Yep. And um, he he brought in a ton of, of transfer too, and he brought in some good kids. Now, if they can put it together, so we'll see. But I am looking forward to the LSU-Florida State game. There you go. I now, think that's, now, the game, that, that's the premier game of the weekend. That's a premier game. That's the premier game of the weekend. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Utah and Florida is going to be pretty big. But LSU and uh, uh, Florida State, because uh, here's the deal. Um, you know, we had some big big conversation. One of my uh, one of my supervisors, he's an avid Florida State fan. You know, mm-hmm. Florida State beat them last year. That's right. You know? And they come in, they still come in favor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and this game is at a neutral site. It's at a neutral yeah. site in Orlando. Um, I think both quarterbacks played last year and have proven to be their starters. Um, and I think both um, teams have recruited very well, are bigger and faster. FSU is, is, is on the rise. That's and, right. And then the, LSU's favorite, they mm-hmm. will be playing without their starting defensive defensive end or defensive captain, a starting cornerback, you know. Now, Florida State is coming back with six, what, I think it was 16 returning starters. Wow. That, wow. Uh, you know, I think it was uh, seven, I mean, eight on, eight on defense and seven, uh, uh, eight, eight on offense. Uh, I think on wow. offense they had eight that played significant time, but for sure eight starters on defense. That's big time right there. That's, that's, that's big that's time. Big. Yeah, that's big. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know, that Noble has saved, has saved his job. Go ahead, Coach. Clemson and Duke is going to be interesting. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be interesting. So it is a quick North Carolina, South Carolina. It's a pretty good lineup, you know. Yeah, I want to see Clemson, um, Coach Coach Miller, because I want to see if Kate Klepnik is, you know, is the man now. He's been handed the keys. Yeah. They sent um, yeah. DJ off, and he's at Oregon State, um, and they're they're trying to find their identity with the conference. But I, I think Clemson um, has a lot to prove, you know. Down the stretch last year, they lost to South Carolina, and I think they lost in the bowl game. They have a lot that they have to prove, and I think, of course, Dabo is the one to get them there. Um, I also, yeah, I think he has something to prove. You know, for a while there, they were on autopilot. They went from um, Trevor Lawrence and before that um, Deshaun Watson, and before that, gosh, I can't remember, but they, they had generational quarterbacks. You know, yes. to come in there and play two or three years, and yes. and and they had a defense that was just unstoppable, and unstoppable. I think won two national championships. Yeah, 
So, yeah, um, and took, we'll, we'll took down the, the, the they took ahead. down the giant. They took down Alabama. You know, they and did. I thought they that did. was big for 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 Dabo. Go ahead, Coach. Well, I'll say they gave this kid the keys. I want to see this little running back uh, that mm-hmm. he's talking about because um, he's going to have to do some running this year, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think South, South Carolina recruited very well as well. So, yeah. um, you know, the defense is probably going to carry him a bit uh, and give him a chance to mature. Um, but um, this first game is going to be pretty big. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee yeah. and Virginia. Virginia. I mean, Tennessee – Tennessee blows that out, uh, I believe. I think so. Yeah, they blow that out. And, and Coach, with Tennessee, if you are on defense getting ready to prepare for Tennessee, you better There's prepare no not to take a <laughs> – no You can't take a playoff. They're, you really – because they're trying to run 70 to 80 plays a game, if not more. Yes. And they're not caring about a play clock. They're, they're getting to the line. You better get to the line and be ready. The only way to, the only way to prepare for Tennessee is have Tennessee coach running your practice. <laughs> you know, <'cause laughs> you have to have his mind. Yeah. To have his mind to prepare for that. Yeah. You know. And once again, you know, they. I, I hope so. Um, I hope Virginia and whoever else playing Tennessee, uh, and and practice rotating their players. They got to have a system get players on and off the field. It got to be a thing where no matter what the situation is, you get off the field, you get on the mm-hmm. field. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we can't wait to see you down in distance because Tennessee is not waiting. Yeah, yeah. And Hendon Hooker is off to the NFL. Joe Milton played um, in the bowl game and looked really good. I think they found their quarterback, and I don't think they miss a beat. Um, I want to see if he has that same accurate arm that Hendon Hooker had. Um, and I, I think Hendon Hooker tore his ACL in the South ACL. Carolina game, and he, yeah, uh-huh. and he's recovering. Yeah. And I don't know who drafted him, um, but I think Tennessee's here to say Heifel's game plan formula to win is working in the SEC. Did you think it would, Coach? Uh, you're talking about the, um, the the offense. Yeah, their offense. Tennessee's with with Heifel, well, it, who came it, from Oregon. It, it's working in the SEC now because I mean everybody's doing some version of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing some version of it. So it's, I mean, ten years ago, no, it probably wouldn't work at all, you know. Hmm. But now everybody's doing some version of it, you know. Um, yeah, it'll work. It, it, I mean, it's here, it's here to stay for a little bit. Uh, we do see the fullback a little bit in the NFL. We see the fullback coming back, you know. That's right. If you watch this but- preseason. The, the the overall reputation of the running back itself is is definitely being devalued. Um, these these young men are, are are struggling to get a contract and to get more than a year and to to stay off of the franchise tag. Look at Saquon Barkley, who um, you know forty percent of the offense last year, and he was struggling to get a contract, and they paid Dan Jones, you know, millions. Um, yes. And and I think he's struggling. So I think the devalue is there. Um, fullbacks, I agree, are coming back. They're going to need him. But I I don't I think we're saying, and you can see the trend that the running back in the NFL, um, there is no B. John Robinson. He went in the first round, but most of them didn't go in the first round, second, third, and fourth. 
and that's where their value is. Your thoughts? Well, and and also think I think the reason the fullback is coming back to protect mm-hmm. the running back because now they yeah. they went to the single back. Uh, all these teams went to the single back offense and things of that nature, and so these running backs was running up in these lines where they used to have at least one block in front of, and uh, I think it's coming back to protect them. You know, they they're devalued because they're injured all the time. You know. There you go. They're getting hit in the backfield. So when you hit in the backfield, most times you're trying to make a cut. So you, you're getting hit while you're trying to make a cut, uh, while your mm-hmm. head is upfield trying to see what's going on. Yeah. I, I do think the the expectancy, the life of an NFL running back is, as some people say, not for long. That three, three and a half, four years is about all. And as soon as they get that major contract, they fall off the next year, a la Ezekiel Elliott, who is looking for a job, you yeah. know. And I remember Arian Foster, how, man, he was just tearing it up. But after yeah. three years, his body was done, Coach. His body was done. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Coach, I want to ask you about Auburn and who they're playing this week. And I know no matter who, you're going to watch it because you want to see um, how That's Hugh right. Freeze approaches things. Um, how the coaching staff look on the sideline, and, and what have they done um, in the post-Bo Nix era? And you were ready for him to go in any, anyway. Oh, so, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's Hugh Freeze time, and I think he is a good coach. What are you looking for this weekend when you watch the Auburn Tigers? Well, we, we want to see what the offense is going to look like. Uh, we want to see what the offense is going to look like. We, we're playing with transfers. We want to see what the offense and defense look like. Um I think the unfortunate thing is they're playing UMass, who won this week. And, mm. you know, they're going to come down to the Plains, you know, with their head high and thinking they can win. Versus they had a loss last week, they come to the Plains just coming to another game. But yep. now they, they, they think they, they're at least starting off, they're going to probably be playing pretty high. Uh, Auburn should win the game. We should have because uh, we got the running back, the Hunter kid. Why, listen for that name. Mm-hmm. Listen for that name. Uh, I think it's Travis Hunter. He's going to be one of the okay. top running backs. In the, he's going to be one of the top running backs in the country. He has a fresh body. He's been playing behind Tank Bisley, and I think we're going to be able to ride him if the offensive line can stay solid. We'll be able to ride him along with the, the quarterback that transferred in from Michigan State. Um, we brought some receivers in. Uh, hopefully, by the time we get to Georgia, Georgia will be undefeated. Um, mm-hmm. We can probably we do have to play uh, LSU and uh, Texas A&M in between. If we can get one of those games, mm-hmm. you know, we we should. Right now, all I've been paying for now is a, a New Year's Day bowl game. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. And I, I think I, I want to go ahead, Coach. I say I think that's attainable. Yeah, I, I think that's attainable too. I love college football, but I really love the SEC and the football games. Every oh, week yeah. there is a matchup that you're curious to see, whether it is Auburn, Alabama at the end of the season or in the middle where it's LSU-Auburn, you know, LSU-Georgia or Florida-Georgia that happens There's around. There's nothing like the um, SEC. It I, isn't. Uh, what you know, you guys got this show on um, Gator Time, or uh, mm-hmm. and the one thing I, I I mean I watched the show, but the one thing that um, 
Um, what what's the coach's name? Um, Billy Napier. No, no, your your oh. the coach that coach that won all the national championships. Oh, Urban Meyer, Swamp King. Urban Meyer. Urban. Mm-hmm. One thing Urban Meyer said. He said in there when he came from Utah. He said he had never seen college kids that big in his life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Than when he came to Florida and the SEC. Mm-hmm. He said he just never envisioned. He said been in college practices and I mean high I mean pro practices. He's seen the big guys. He said, but he came to the SEC and they were big as the pros. Yep. They were hitting like pros. You know, he said there was a major league difference, and he wasn't even ready for it. That's what he said. And and, and he had said he had to get ready, and he wanted to watch um, Urban, I mean, not Nick Saban and his formula. And yeah. I remember yeah. Nick Saban coming in and taking over for Mike Shula, and the first thing he starts doing is recruiting linemen. He said he recruited right. the, trench, the trenches first. He can find a quarterback, a service quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And you're Nothing correct. Like- you know, I mean, I know Michigan and Ohio State, They, you know, but it's nothing like the SEC. Nothing. I agree. I agree. Coach, let's take a quick break here. And on the other side, I want to ask you about Trey Lance. Um, you know, the 49ers went from 12 to 3 to get him. That was two years ago. And they have said they took their best shot and they obviously missed and they traded Trey Lance. I want to ask you about this. I'm with Sports Talk Atlanta and Coach Miller. We'll be on the other side. Never had it so good. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. back would never had it so good. Thank you to Tommy Bowden, Rob Ambrose, and Linda Johnson, all former um, college coaches. Coach Rob Ambrose is still coaching. They were on in our 6 o'clock hour. And then thank you to Coach Jay Hayes and Will Lewis and Ricky Porter um, and Coach Donald Jones. They were in our second hour. We're now in our third and I got Coach Miller with me. Um, We've been talking Trey Lance. I talked about it last week when they said that he was maybe up for on trade, they were saying maybe they're going to keep him. But here we are, Coach Miller. Not only is he traded, but he goes to the Cowboys, and I don't know if that makes them better or worse. But talk about the rise and the fall of this young quarterback from North Dakota State who was drafted number three in the first round just two years ago. Um, you know, everybody was mad because the Falcons didn't take him. You yep. know, um, um he came from North Dakota. I mean, it's just a different <laughs> kind of ball. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, I, you know, obviously the kid can throw the ball because he wouldn't have got drafted, you know. That's right. Uh, the mental game, uh, I don't think he was ready for. And this was, I think, and we had this conversation today, uh, Jerry Jones is a businessman. Mm-hmm. You got that coming up uh, in 2024. It's going to be time mm-hmm. to re- reconstruct this contract. I think Jerry right. Jones, 
brought him over there to um, work with him, mature him. And, I, and I'm sure he felt like the 49ers felt like he was started last year. He only went out because he got injured. Mm-hmm. And, and Brock Purdy came in. And so so we we never know what would have happened to him, you yeah. know. But he went out, Brock Purdy came in, um, and I think mentally it, it messed with his head, you know, and he could I mean, and the numbers Brock Purdy put up, I mean, just, you, you couldn't. Kind of hard. Oh, yeah. To, you know, <laughs> I mean, the kid came in like he had been playing in the NFL 20 years, you know. Yeah. So um, uh, I don't think it's going to help the Cowboys this year in no way. I don't think it's going to help them next year in no way. Because the other piece of that, Cooper Rush, um, he's solid. There you go. So, but I do think they're using him as a project. And if it don't work out, they trade him again or get, you know, get some draft picks for him. You know, but he sits behind Dak. Uh, watch how Dak does it. Um, similar, similar styles, and you know, but it's, it's not going to help him this year at all. Um, now the Forty ers are the ones who gave up the world to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave up the world to get it. So they, they I mean, they got pie in the face for sure. But yeah. they got, you know, at the quarterback position, they, they're, they're solid right now. And yeah, I don't whoever, whoever rated, scouted and rated Trey Lance to be worthy of getting a, as a top five pick in the draft, right. um, you, you would have to say that he no longer has a job. You know, and John Lynch had to come out and make a statement. We gave it, we shot our best shot, and we missed. And right. we're going to have to own that, and here we are. Now, when it comes to the Cowboys and, and Jerry Jones, I don't know what he's making with this statement because it does nothing to improve the quarterback room. I don't think Cooper Rush looks good um, um, in backup. And when 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 Dak went down for a couple of games last year, Cooper Rush um, maintained yeah. and helped win. But the fact that Dak Prescott is owed fifty nine million next year, um, if he doesn't have the season of his life, he, there's either some restructure or he's gone, or then there's the pressure that, hey, we have some people behind you. I don't see the Cowboys paying Dak Prescott um, $59 million next year if he has 17 interceptions like he did last year. And, so, and that, my, that was my point today. And I said yeah. that was – I believe that was the point behind this move. Let's get ready. Yep. yep. Let's get ready. I, I think Jerry Jones was making a statement, and they asked him. He came, of course, in front of the cameras. Well, did you let Dak know or um, or Mike, gosh, McCarthy? He said, no, I didn't say anything to anybody. I don't have to. I made the decision. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan some days. I really just don't know. But here I am. <laughs> well, you know, I got a thing. I said, hey, hey. They favored uh, finish second in the ACC this year, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. Wow, wow. <laughs> okay, let's talk about quarterback Colin Murray, who um, at the beginning of last year got millions of dollars, and, and, I, and I think he got a, um, almost 100 guaranteed and then a $165 million contract, and then he tears his ACL um, in the middle of the season. He's out. Um, he's still on the pup list, which means he can't play in the first few first four weeks. Um, so yeah. then they 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 let go of Colt McCoy, and they now have Josh Dobbs, Jeff Driscoll, 
and one more. So that's your quarterbacks now. Um, what what are they seeing? Are they now entering themselves into the Caleb Williams sweepstakes? Um, yes, are they just <laughs> go ahead, yes. coach? Absolutely. That they wow. either 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 Caleb Williams or, or the kid from Notre Dame. You know, mm-hmm. Sam Hartman. That, that's that's probably what Trey Lance should have went. They should have spent money mm-hmm. on Trey Lance. You know, because yeah. I, I I really don't think Kyler Murray will will quarterback for them again. I don't think I don't. so either. I don't. Yeah. I think he he won't come back and he'll get trade cut and or traded. And he'll be a backup the rest of his life uh, yeah. if you do it. Uh, go play baseball, but he's he's as far as I'm concerned, he's terrible. You know. You know you, what? You, you can't play Not only is he terrible, yeah. coach, um, but they didn't like his his attitude, and no. um, they they let that leak. And then they put in a contract that you must study film, and you must right. prove that you studied film. And then they let that leak out into the NFL. If you do all of that, you're displeased with your uh, with Absolutely. your quarterback, and, and and they've said that over and over. He's the worst, and he just is not the leader that he they thought he was. Absolutely, I mean, even when you see him on the field, I mean, it's just he just don't he don't have it. No, no. All right, coach. If you can, I, I put this one in in, in your inbox. I want to know. I want to end it on this one. Um, your top five quarterbacks in the NFL, and I've just been, of course, mad, but I think it is correct. Every time I ask this, most people say Jalen Hurts is in a better position than Dak Prescott, and they are so correct. It's just hard to Absolutely. swallow. <laughs> yeah, see there um, that he's with the Eagles, um, but but Dak is, is, I, I has not taken that leap, I think, like Jalen did in just two years. But give me your top five. Um, in, in NFL quarterbacks right now? Well, I mean, we know one and two right now. I mean, we know Rodgers and Mahone is one and two. Yeah. Um, and that, depending on who you talk to, who's one and who's two. Um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, um, what's the kid from Buffalo Bills? Uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Uh, I think Lamar uh, is in that top mm-hmm. five. And I, I, I think that. Okay. Not what well, you think, Dak or Jalen Hurts? Because we haven't said Jalen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. And I, so, and then you know, well, you you know, so how do you leave Burroughs out of there? There you go. There and then there's Joe Burroughs. That's what I was gonna say. How you you got Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, and then you uh-huh. add in Josh Allen. You add in Lamar. Then either you got Joe Burroughs or um, Jalen Hurts, or they are five A yeah. and five B. But right, those are your right. quarterbacks right there. Yeah, you can't you can't leave Burroughs out of there, and you really can't leave you can't leave any of after after Rogers and and and, and Mahomes. You can't leave any of those guys out of there. I mean, we can yeah. go and we can talk about what's the kid at uh, with the Chargers. We 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 can throw him um, in there. You yeah, know? Well, gosh, what's his name? Um, you're correct. You're correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. Herbert. You're Herbert. Can't, 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 he has taken, um, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and, and if there were a top 10, I'd add Kirk Cousins, but to me, Kirk Cousins only shows up in the regular season and he's been inconsistent. He'll throw, um, for 
400 yards and four touchdowns and come back and have three interceptions. Three interceptions. I mean, he just didn't look good, um, yeah. you know, in the playoffs. So, but you got to put Lamar in there. And, and, and Coach, I'm going to end it on this. We hadn't even talked to Sean Watson because he has so much recovery, I think, to be done yeah. with so no. many things. He doesn't look good. He looks rusty at best. So, so here's is. Have you watched the Cleveland Browns this, over the preseason? I have. You saw the kid from UCLA. <laughs> um, that's right, DTR, and they're DTR. Mhm. DTR was mm-hmm. killing it. Yeah. He drove the ball down the field every time he was on the field. Yep. You know. You're correct. And if, now, and if, if they're not mer- said, go ahead. That being said, all the money they gave Watson, I mean, he's yeah. going to beat it. You know, I mean, he really got to stink it up, you know, because mm-hmm. um, he got he got guaranteed money. Every bit of it was guaranteed, all $260 yeah. million, every yeah. bit of it. <laughs> so they are financially strapped to him. Um and they did that knowing that he was probably going to get a 10-game 10, 10 suspension. I think it ended up being yeah. 11 games. Um, and, and they gave him that. But he, he has shown the rust um, for sure. And I don't know where he is. Um, but if they're not careful, you know, you get to week four and they're one and three, they may have to make a change. And I don't know how you do that when you have so much money, yeah. 200 million tied up in, yeah. in the um, Deshaun Watson, and they gave him 60 million um, uh, up front. They, you know, right. to just to That's sign. Right. That's a heavy contract, coach. So I mean, he has a lot to prove. He does have a lot to prove. You know, so it's no suspension this year. You're out there day one. You have That's a lot right. to prove. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, coach, that said, I want you to have a great, happy. Happy college football weekend. I will be texting you. Um, and then pray for me on Thursday night. If I can make it to Thursday night. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I can't and wait get a one-point win. On <laughs> I'm looking forward. I want to see what Napier done put together. You know, yeah. uh, this is a really, really good test uh, for him to gauge what he's done. You know, yeah. Man, if, if I was a college football coach, this was – Week one, I would want a week one like that. Yeah. You know, if I was if I was one of the Power Five coaches, we don't get any preseason games. Let's go mm-hmm. out right now and see what we got going on. See what we you got. Know. See what we got. Yeah. Let's not go and take a Walford or any of those. Let's go ahead and see what we got right off. You right. know, I don't know right. if I'd want to travel, but even that is the test of the will and and what your young men, um, how much they retain and how they are going to act on the road. Um, let, let's see right off the bat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Coach Miller, make sure and tell the family I said hello. Um, I will. And then we'll, we'll see you next Tuesday, okay? Hey, I appreciate you. Good night. I appreciate you. Willie Miller, he's my co-host, Sports Talk Atlanta. We'll see you next Tuesday at 8 p.m. <laughs>